I really wish I wasn't so polite because I would really just like to just say all those actual things. You're not always polite. Beth learn. Rude. Okay. Welcome to Fit to Be Radio. Slip on your minimal sneakers, notch your headphones into your ears, tuck your smartphone into your pocket, and take us along for a walk while we talk. Or just grab a cup of your favorite drink and get on the floor and stretch a bit while we bring you all things fitness, core, and diastases recti related. <laughs> wow. What do we call this, Beth? Fit to be ready. <laughs> Hey everybody, my name is Chris Benke and I am your host for Fit to Be Radio. I'm super excited for uh, this episode today. We're talking with Beth Learn, who is the um, founder of Fit to Be Studio um, and is uh, all around guru of all sorts of things. As you're, if you're subscribed to this podcast, you're finding that out. We're also talking with an amazing guest, Beth Jones. So we've got double Beths this morning, which I'm not sure how it's going to work. It's the Beth and Beth show. It's the Beth and Beth show. And Chris. Um, Beth and Beth and Chris. Beth Jones is a women's performance and recovery specialist. And so in advance of this podcast, Beth Learn sent me a little summary and she says, you're a highly qualified and active, active fitness and nutrition pro. So I think that that's, um, that's a kind of an interesting summary. I would love to hear from you, Beth Jones, a little bit about your background. Cause as we were talking pre-show, man, you are, you know, a lot of things you're involved in a lot of different things. You've got a lot of credentials. You're a very impressive person. So I would love to wow. hear about that as we get, as we get started. Sure. Um, well, now I feel like I have a, 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 a big bar. Don't let us know. Don't let us know. Um, well, yeah, so I do bring a lot. I, um, um, my main background of kind of how I got into the world of fitness when besides my own, um, childhood, of course, of it in it is, um, I'm a certified athletic trainer. So I always, some, some people don't know that they're like, Oh, you're a certified athletic trainer. Um, can you give me a weight loss plan? And I'm like, well, it's not quite what I do, but, um, so I always kind of say what that is, it's the field of sports medicine. So if you watch any type of athletics and you see someone who goes down on the field with an injury and then the really cool people with the fanny packs come out on the field to help them, that's what an athletic trainer is. The cool people in khakis, polos, and fanny packs, that is the look that I rock for about 13 years. So, um, yeah, so that's my background. I did that. I worked um, um, specifically in athletic training um, for, as I said, 13 years, mostly at a high school, but then got to dabble a little bit in college and some semi-pro teams too, which is always really fun. And yeah. in there right. is where I learned my foundation of really combining the worlds of you know sports training, and I put fitness under there, nutrition, and then Injury, that was our main thing. We're, we're big on prevention. I, I like to joke, if we can prevent you from getting hurt, then I don't have to work as much. Yeah. And so injury prevention and then evaluation and rehabilitation. And we work a lot with um, physical therapists and orthopedic surgeons and um, sometimes chiropractors and things like that to really bring a more of a holistic approach to healing to get people, um, we use the term return to play back to the field of their sports mm-hmm. so they can do it mm-hmm. healthy um, and hopefully without any recurring pain right. or injury. So right. that is kind of my so, first thing. So you sound, yeah. so you're, you're, you do a lot. You're super yes. busy. And when Beth Learn and I were talking about, you know, 
what would be an amazing show? Um, we were talking about questions that we get. How do you do this? How can you fit time? I'm so busy. How, how it's not possible. I have to sacrifice healthy things because of my busyness. Beth immediately thought of you as someone that um, doesn't use that as an excuse and, and still makes healthy choices. So mm -hmm. we thought today we would kind of dig into this myth of being too busy to make healthy choices to this myth of, I just can't do it. Or even something we were just talking about on the pre-show of, you know, I had five minutes, I did this thing, but it's only five minutes. So that doesn't count. And um, it's very interesting. Beth learn. I would love to hear from you. Like, why is this such an issue um, in your opinion? Cause we have thousands of members on our site all around the world that are constantly and when I say constantly, it's true. They're, they're constantly making comments like this. Mm -hmm. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. What What do you guys think about that? Well, <clears throat> for me, I can relate to it. Um, mm -hmm. There There are certainly days where I don't get a quote-unquote workout in. And being um, a mom who homeschools part-time, lives on a farm, owns an international successful business, um, and volunteers in the community, it is certainly easy to let those things crowd out a healthy lifestyle and right. to let those things crowd out my own fitness, even though I'm running a fitness business, right. I have to prioritize it, but I also have to give myself grace. And so I, I really resonate with finding that balance between, okay, I didn't get a workout in today. I'm not going to let that derail me. I will do one tomorrow. And I'm not going to set too high standards for myself. I'm also not going to say that doing five minutes here or there doesn't count. And I'm going to turn that back over to Beth Jones because she said something so cool before we officially started recording about, you know, these, this new mindset and reframing mm -hmm. fitness. What were you saying about yeah, that? Yeah. Um, well, I was commenting that. Uh, so I have an online program that um, is for core, you know, core conditioning mm -hmm. and bringing us, it, it's basically the athletic training side, you know, bringing us right. back play um but for women instead of you know these right it's for athletes it's right for athletes. yeah it's mm -hmm. more for active women but anyway besides that what i used i would get a lot of that is i would get these comments from my clients that said oh well i only did you know five minutes of the exercise today so does that count and i'm like what do you mean does that count of course it counts mm -hmm. you know everything you every little movement that you do in your day um, and changing that counts. So if you make that mindful decision, hey, you know, I'm going to pop on a fit to be video and you get three minutes or five minutes into it and then your baby starts crying, mm -hmm. well, that's three or five minutes of your day that you, you did differently. So, okay, if you still want to do something, is there something later in your day? You know, it doesn't, I, I think what I find is we have this mentality of mm -hmm. saying, um, I did my workout, check. I ate vegetables, check. You know, we have these check marks instead of more looking mm -hmm. as, as a whole and how we're moving totally and how that movement right. that plays into our overall, you know, fitness goals and health. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of the restorative exercise concept, isn't it? And, I, and you're a restorative yeah. exercise specialist. You trained under Katie Bowman through the right? It's just such, right. oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. jealous of that because they don't even offer that anymore. <laughs> I know. And, um, but, but I know that's a huge part of what they teach. Can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. And I think, you know, that 
process, I have had um, that process of going through that certification totally came, changed my view on a lot of this and actually came out of my um, certification week kind of shell-shocked and, <laughs> yeah. and I spent the last past year or so working through that. But exactly, it's you know, it, it's, it's the concept more of the all-day movement. And the restorative exercise specialist, you know, just as a disclaimer, you know, they, they are not going to put together a fitness routine because fitness is just one part of your all-day movement. And all of that movement um, results in the healing of your body and the prevention. And I always come back to a term that I learned in one of my rehab classes in college. And my professor said, you know, motion is the lotion. And meaning that movement is the thing that gets us going and starts us healing. And I personally take that as both physical and emotional healing. And so when you're sitting there and not doing anything, whatever differing motion and movement you can do is just a benefit for that fitness. I know. So yeah, wiggle it out. You know, I started doing, well, this is a total KB Bowman thing, but I'm like, exactly. I'm sitting like, okay, so I'm sitting, yeah, yeah, me too. So I'm sitting on yeah, the bolster. Yep. Instead of my chair today, you know, because I decided to move down to the floor. And with that, you know, we have to move a lot of different places. Yeah. I peel potatoes now on my knees. I'm sitting on the floor. I'm, I'm not yeah, sitting I can on the see. floor. I'm sitting <laughs> in the chair. I have to say, you know, I, I know. And it's, it's funny. You make these little changes and then you, you go back from them and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, now I heard again. I should start moving. But anyway, yeah. but that's the idea of it. What are the little movement things you can do in your day? Mm -hmm. Can you walk to your mailbox instead of driving to it. Mm -hmm. Can you, okay, can, how can you, there's, she has a um, um, philosophy called stacking your life. So how can you stack yeah. multiple things? And so, you know, I, love you, that. I do too. And, you know, so that's when I, when my kids were little, for example, part of my stacking was I went for a walk while they had nap time in the stroller. You know, I finally was to a point where I said, you know, I don't care about this whole, your kid needs to nap in their bed. I need to do things for me too. And so nap time's happening in the stroller today. Mm -hmm. And I realized not all kids can do that. You know, they mm -hmm. don't really get <laughs> right. there, but they did. And so that was a stack and I, and it wasn't a big workout, but it was a movement and it was a wonderful walk and it was a wonderful time for me that I got. Um, in addition to making sure my kids got their nap in. So, yeah. so let me let me ask you guys this, both of you guys. So I, I have this feeling that a lot of people might listen to this and think, yeah, yeah, okay, but you guys are fitness, kind of fitness professionals. Kind of. You have yeah. an unfair advantage. <laughs> and this this comes easy for you. <laughs> and, um, no. I'd like to hear. So, being being a kind of a a person that is involved with a lot of different things and has a very busy, active lifestyle, I know that that's a little bit uh, silly. But I know that people do think that. But can mm -hmm. you guys speak to that? Like, just because you're in an industry doesn't mean that you have some sort of extra hour or two wedged in mm -mm. day magically that allows this to all happen. Mm -mm. How do you guys balance it all? How do you guys actually get it done? Well, I know, I just want to say right away that this particular world that I know me and Beth are in is really more of a desk job. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there, and part of yeah. my issue is literally that I will get to the end of the day and think that I have worked out 
because I did so much in my brain, <laughs> answering questions, discussing motions, practicing little motions. And then I'm like, wait, I didn't actually do <laughs> like, it's like the, I thought I responded to you on text, but I really didn't. Yeah. Beth, I, I, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to that, but. Oh, I do it all the time. I like find emails like three months old. I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally thought that in my yeah. head. And it's the same so, that yeah. with working out, I think. But um, for me, yeah. it's, I, it, for me, it just goes back to, I have to prioritize it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's hard. It's just as hard for me as it is every other person out there. Yeah. I, I'm the same way, you know, and, and I think, you know, it's prioritizing it in your day and realizing, I think for me is tapping, is starting to be mindful of what I'm doing in my day. Mm-hmm. And so last week, for example, I was just, I was kind of had one of those unmotivated weeks. I mean, we all have them, yeah. you know, the mm-hmm. stress and you're tired and whatever. <laughs> and I was doing a lot more wanting to like binge watch TV, which I've that's me this week. Yeah, that was me last week. <laughs> and I'm just like I've never just... had that. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, you do. I guess it can happen to you. It can never happen. But <laughs> you know, finding myself and realizing, okay, I've been sitting here for um <laughs> for an hour <laughs> like or staring at Facebook. Yes. Where you're scrolling and just like, is there anything new that popped on in the last three seconds? In realizing reset, that, reset, reset, reset. I know. Hey, somebody's <laughs> got to have something new. But then saying, okay, this is dumb. I, and it, and it was dumb. It was dumb. I am sitting here. This is dumb. Yeah. And for me, I gave myself the permission because I didn't really feel like doing um, a more traditional workout. I have, you know, weights and stuff in my gym and I didn't feel like doing that, but it was beautiful in Colorado. And so I got the dog and I just went on walks mm-hmm. and that was amazing for me. Mm-hmm. It was amazing to help me get out of, you know, the little bit of the funk that of not wanting to do anything, mm-hmm. but, um, just to get out. And I, you know, we, I'm fortunate enough to have trail systems literally out my door. And so, but to go hit the trail with my dog and know I was moving and being able to get my heart rate up um, mm-hmm. because I was hiking up some hills and things like that without, and then coming back and knowing I did, that was fitness. I did something right. for myself. I didn't right. go to, the, right. I didn't go get my dumbbells and things out of it. And I didn't go, you know, throw around, you know, snatch mm-hmm. weights to Olympic. Yeah. But I went and did something. You did something. And and that, I did something. It and it speaks was, to the mentality of it. It and does. And you and I both have equipment laying around. Right. And you and yeah. I both have trails right out our door. Right. But we still have to choose. You have mm-hmm. to choose to do. You have to. You have sometimes to choose I don't feel like it. You know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't feel like it. You have to give yourself. I always tell my clients, I'm like, you have to give yourself a break and let yourself have those days where you choose yeah. not. And yeah. you choose to binge watch, you know, all day. And that's okay. But then. When that one day turns into two, three, four, and five, then you have to bring it back in and say, mm-hmm. okay, I have to move. And so, you know, there's days where my movement is, I've been sitting there crazy day, like you're talking about, you know, you're trying to get all of this stuff done. And I, my movement is um, a five minute walk to the mailbox and back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a five minute walk to the mailbox and back. Um instead of getting the mail another day. <laughs> right. So, but I think that that's the thing is you have to choose to do it. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's not even like I can write it in a planner and say, okay, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to go do my workout. And then I'm like, yeah. it's 10 o'clock. I'm not going to go do my workout. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I have this at the end. I'm like, okay, you need to get up 
change, you know, and go do what you need to do today. Yeah, right. You need to move your body and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, so it's a struggle for us, just like anybody else. What do you guys say to the person who gets in the cycle of, I didn't do it today, I, then I don't, I didn't do it yesterday, and I didn't do it the day before, and what's the point? And I just, I, you know, I can't do it consistently, so I might as well not do it. What do you say to that person to help them through that? I say this is where the benefit of setting up more motion within your daily life really comes into play. Like, mm-hmm. like me and Beth showed how we're sitting at these low stations. Like these, I've changed positions 15 times since we started this podcast. And I'm going to count those position changes as movement. I'm stretching. I, um, you know, I, some of that is play and some of that is motion, but I'm not stuck. And there's other things I have set up around my house that remind me. Now that comes from years of experience and somebody could argue, okay, you're a fitness professional. That's where that knowledge comes in. But we both do our best to pass that on. Beth, how about you? Same thing. I mean, one of the first things that I, I tell people to do is start sitting lower, start sitting on the floor, start making Mm -hmm. your sitting day more dynamic. And so and the other thing that I tell people, you know, who haven't done something, especially like if you're watching TV, and this is something my husband and I have started doing. We don't actually watch a lot of TV. We just have a few shows that we like. But we start <laughs> we just have a few shows we like to binge. We don't watch. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. So we binge on them for like a week, and then they're over. And uh-huh. so, like, like Game of Thrones, we waited forever, and then we watched the whole past season in like a week, and now we're like, oh my gosh, we have to wait a, a year and a half now. Four. <laughs> So then we have to find other stupid shows to binge on. And that's kind of our, you know, our mental um, wind down. Uh-huh. But then what we'll do is, so we started, and we started this um, about a year ago, is we lay out the yoga mats. And so while we're watching TV, we're sitting on the floor, we're doing some stretches, mm-hmm. you know, we do a strap stretch, we, you know, maybe we do some core work while we're doing there. Yeah. And so it's not, so it's like, gosh, you know, it's been hard to move, but what can you do in your comfortable space where you are right now? Right. So if your comfortable space is the couch, then can, what can you move to change how you are living in that space? Right. So are, you saying, are, you, are you saying there's some truth to the old Domino's pizza commercial from the 80s with the guy sitting in the recliner watching the exercise video? And he has the pizza in his hand and he's going one, two, <laughs> Three. So you're saying there's some truth to that uh, commercial? Well, hey, you know, it adds in movement. Yeah, I don't know. Do. <laughs> if your weight loss is your goal, I'm not sure that's going to play into it. And it's kind of like the, uh, the mom videos going around now with the big, you know, wine fitness <laughs> the bicep curls. Oh, my the, goodness. Have you seen the core yeah. one where they're passing the wine glass? As like oh yeah, the little ro- we'll get some front uh, rotation here. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and no, they're passing, you know, back to back. It's one of the ball passes, but instead of oh, yeah. ball, well, hey, that's motion. I mean, they're getting motion. If right? you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's funny, but there's truth to it too. There is, I mean, you know, just the so, philosophy of integrating motion with your activities, I think, is pretty important. Well, and we're just backing up the question you asked earlier. You know, you have somebody who's been inactive for a few days. They had a cold, their kids were sick, or they just didn't feel it. You know, they just did not have the motivation. Maybe that's because of their cycle. Maybe that's because something terrible is going on in their life. There's some trauma. So they just want to hide. And so for, I think for me, it's, they know they need to work out, but maybe if we can back that train up a little bit and say, Hey, while you're down in the dumps, while you're not feeling motivated, 
what are some little things you can do to at least keep some momentum and keep a little bit of muscle mass during that time? And it doesn't have to look like a gigantic workout. And then when you're ready to start again, you actually haven't lost as much ground and your body is still primed for motion. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, I feel like there's two sides of this equation. There's the side that I think a lot of people need to hear, which is don't beat yourself up. Um, you know, just do what you can. Give yourself some grace. Um, but then there's this other side, and I'm curious what you guys think. A lot of times I hear these excuses and people talk about how busy they are and they just can't do it. And boy, if you just knew my life. And I want to just tell them to shut up and do it and stop <laughs> complaining because yeah. <laughs> it's a load of crap. Oh, yeah. yes, what do you yeah. think about that? Beth, I'm going to let you answer oh, that. Thank I mean, you. <laughs> I get this a lot and I'm kind of the same way, you know, and I've been there. That's the thing, you know, I've mm-hmm. been there. You know, when my, when my son was born, I was working, I was teaching full-time at a high school, and then I was also working as an athletic trainer. So I had plenty of nights where I went from, you know, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. before getting home. Right. And and now, I did have the benefit of working as a PE teacher, so (laughs) (laughs) I was able to incorporate some of that, but I work with a lot of teachers who are are not PE teachers. And like my last year teaching, I taught science. Right. People are like, oh, well, you're a teacher, you're always working, walking. I'm like, no, you're not actually. Right. Um, but so my thing is like, okay, so you're really busy. Okay, let's look at your day. Mm-hmm. What are you, what can we change here? I know probably at least 80% of the working like desk job people I know end up eating at their desk. There are very few of them that actually will go out to eat unless you're going out, you know, once in a while with the company. So my question is, Um, what can you do? Okay. If you're going to get your desk anyway, you need to take that break for your mental point. Can you go walk around during your lunch break? You know, does your, there's so many businesses now that have fitness centers as part of their building and it's, I worked at one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went, I was teaching a a CPR course last weekend at one and they, and there was the fitness center was right um, across the hall. And I was giving my friend who's the kind of head of the company. I'm like, why aren't you down there? You have the key. Um, but I mean, so using those things available for you and then, um, there's nothing wrong. I think sometimes we need to change our message about what fitness is to Mm. fitness being, I have to step foot in a gym to, um, you know, what are you doing to move your body, use your muscles and strengthen your muscles. And so what is the problem with saying, you know, you know, like Beth, you know, on your site, having so many available videos that you can stream and mm-hmm. you can do them in your pajamas and you can do them with your kids. Mm-hmm. It's removing or, barriers. It's, it's removing, removing barriers. barriers in our minds, but also right. in our physical world is really taking exactly. a hard look at what's getting in the way mentally and physically exactly. and also setting up our environment so that it works for us and it supports us exactly. and encourages us. Yeah. Right. And, and I think... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, gonna, it, <laughs> you go, Chris. I'm wait, sorry. Wait. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think, I think a lot of times it's, it's actually being a little more honest with themselves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. saying, what can I cut out of my schedule to make it healthier choice? 
the average American watches five hours of live TV every day. And you tell that stat to anyone and they'll say, whoa, that's not me. Um, Every single person will say that. But the reality is, is that the average person watches five hours of live TV a day. So someone's lying. And and if it's not TV, is it Facebook? If it's not Facebook, is it Netflix? If it's not Netflix, I actually was talking to somebody and they're like, I don't binge watch on Netflix. And I keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. I find out they watch all their shows on Amazon Prime. And they're literally saying, I don't do Netflix as a way of saying, I'm not binge watching television or I'm not watching a lot of television. I'm like, Amazon Prime is the freaking same thing. Are you nuts? Um, and if it's not that, you know, it, it, it's what are we replacing it, what we should be doing in our life with something that's not really that beneficial. And I'm not saying that you should you should eliminate all kinds of distractions and things that help relax and reduce stress, like someone might say that TV does, and, and it does. But what I am saying is we have a, a habit of not really looking at the decisions that we're making and the choices we're making mm-hmm. and realizing the long-term <laughs> negative effect they might have. And, mm-hmm. and I just come back to the thing. I'm like, dude, stop complaining to me and go start. Stop complaining right now and actually spend that time where you're going to argue with me and go walk somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like be. people need to stop with the excuses so much and just do it. Because sometimes we do make excuses. Wait, okay, here's what I want to do. I want all three of us right now to do like a one minute, super fast, not a lot of detail rundown of our day, a day recently in our life. Excuse me. I I really need to clear my throat. (laughs) Duck and cover people. Um, where we fit in fitness, but we still were doing our jobs and we were taking care of the kids. Because, Chris, you've got four kids. I do. Yeah. And Beth, you have two and I have two. So we got eight kids between all three of us. Um, and Chris, you're in Oregon. I'm in Washington. Beth, you're in Colorado. We all have different jobs and stuff we do. Yeah. Um, so, but, and Chris, how about you start? I, w- I want to hear, like, what's so, one day recently where you got it all in? What did it look like? So, um, yeah, so I, geez. Like so, from wake up to go to sleep. Yeah, so my days aren't really very consistent. I don't, <coughs> um, I don't have like a desk job where oh, I go to an office yeah. and and kind of do the same thing every week. So my schedule is a lot different. But kind of an average day could be I get up pretty early. I, I do writing early in the morning. Um, depending on what projects I'm working on that day, I'll tackle some of those. It could be anything from development to videography to, you know, consulting, any, all Mm -hmm. kinds of things like that. Um, but what I do to make sure that I'm fitting fitness in is I will literally every week plan the time. So we talked earlier about how that often doesn't work. And I think it often doesn't work. Um, but for me, the only way that it does work is to do it that way because I can't, um, I can't like get up every day and then work out at six. Cause sometimes I actually have early morning meetings at six with someone mm-hmm. in a different time zone, something like that. So I'll actually plan out the week and I have blocked out times. And what I do is a lot of, uh, interval training that could be incorporating walking and running, 
here in Bend, we have this really amazing hill in the center of town. Um, uh, and it is exactly one mile to the top and 600 foot elevation gain. And it's a really great workout. You can walk it, you can run it, and it's really good. To incorporate that with what I'm doing, I will oftentimes take calls while going up and down that. Mm-hmm. So I've been on the phone lots of times and said, I'm not having a heart attack. I'm actually walking up a very steep hill right now. But <laughs> we have to have this phone call. So I'm talking to you now while I do this. And people think it's funny, but it's... It, it's it, how you stack your life. It's how I stack my mm-hmm. life. It, and and I'm not going to let something get in the way of my ability to get out there. Because actually, it's kind of a silly excuse to say I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a world where you can, for, you know, a hundred bucks, you can get equipment from REI that allows you to walk or run in virtually any weather. It's not like 20, 30 years ago where, oh, it's raining, man, you, the stuff that's available now, we don't have excuses. We don't have excuses. Mm-hmm. You just get, it's raining. So what? Go out there then, then mm-hmm. take a shower when you're done. It's like not, I get frustrated with the excuses. Yes. I don't know. Okay, but you, but you got to take us through one day. What do you mean? Okay, wait, I'll go. No, wait, Beth, you go. Take you us go. through okay. one day. I just want to just tag on just on the whole like weather and REI thing, especially because I have, you know, a lot of moms that are like, oh, well, you know, Colorado, it's snowing. Da-da-da-da. First of all, if you have a Bob stroller, and I'm sure others they have wonderful, like all weather covers where your kid can still see out and stays mm-hmm. totally dry. Yeah. So those are awesome. I walked my kids to school every day last year, snow or not, you know, put the kid baby in the Bob and covered her up and she was fine. And plus our kids want to go outside. It's usually the moms that don't want to. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Okay. So it's true. <laughs> it is true. You know, my kids are like, I want to go play. I'm like, oh, all right, let's go. Because I can't use my, that excuse. That's yeah, me. No. You they know. hold you accountable. They're good little yeah. accountability partners. Oh yeah. No, my, my five-year-old right now is like, mom, we should go out on a walk today. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after doing this podcast. Yeah. I know. I can't say like that. You have that. to go today. Yeah. We will put all of your clothes on, sweetheart, and we will go on an hour walk that takes us, you know, a quarter mile walk that takes us an hour. But that's yes, that is how it is. doing something. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so anyway, okay, so a day. So first of all, I do not get up early. Um, <laughs> I had two children who never slept, and I'm still recovering from that. And I still have a son, though, who gets up at like six o'clock. So for me to get up early to do something for myself on my day, it would have to be four. And that's also why I'm no longer rowing because I can't get up at four yet. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so I usually get up around seven. And the first part of my day, I I don't even think about trying to do any exercise because Mm -hmm. it's my kids are in school. Well, my daughter is in school three days a week and my son is in school every day. Right. Um, But that morning is dedicated to, you know, getting them ready and, mm-hmm. and me drinking coffee. That's really my <laughs> goal in the morning is coffee uh-huh. and making sure that the kids leave with everything that they need for the day. Yeah. And um, so I usually give that till about nine because on the days that my daughter goes to school, um, she's dropped off at nine and then I have um, until three okay. basically for myself. So um, then I come home 
because I'm still drinking coffee and I can't <laughs> yet. And I'll usually eat a breakfast. And I will say one of the things on the nutrition thing is I try to plan my meals out every week and I'll do as much prepping as I can. So I can take off, you know, that type of work. And it takes right. me like an hour to do probably I can prep five meals and freeze them in an hour. So hmm. you just have to plan for it. I know. And okay. then you can just planning. do it. Yeah. Um, so then around like probably between like nine and noon or so I do work at home. I teach online high school still. So I'll go and check in on my classes. Um, I'll check in on my Facebook groups and see if there's questions that need mm-hmm. to be answered. I'll um, plan. I'm not doing a whole lot of, you know, creation type stuff right now, but kind of plan, um, you know, what I want to do um, moving forward. So that's kind of my business stuff. Then around, you know, noon to two or so is my me time. So that is when I don't, I've made it a goal for myself that whatever my fitness is going to be is no more than an hour because I can't, I just mm-hmm. can't. And even I will say that that, that ability to do an hour has only come within probably the last year we'll say, mm-hmm. because before then I just, with my kids being as young as they were and, you know, needing the interaction that they do, which is not a bad thing. It's kids. I couldn't, mm-hmm. it was hard to get more than an hour in there. And the times that I could, like there was a train, a weightlifting center I used to go to and it was kid friendly. So I could bring my kid and they ran around with other kids and oh, that nice. allowed me to be able to nice. do more. No, it was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It was great. All these moms like throw doing Olympic weightlifting and throwing around heavy weights and the kids mm-hmm. are like trying to throw slam balls at each other. And it Cute. Was <laughs> yeah. Um, not at all dangerous, but no, not at all. (laughs) Actually, I will say that all of the kids there and they were all probably under five had a really healthy respect for the platforms. Mm -hmm. We all did a really good job of watching. It was a a village of sort watching out for each other's kids and making sure, you know, they're not running behind when someone pulls up a snatch. Yeah. It turns into a good village atmosphere. I've seen that in action before. It's awesome. So 12 to 2 is your me time. And then, and then you're probably picking up kids after that. I am. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. So my, let's see, I pick up my daughter at three, my son gets off the bus at four. Mm-hmm. And so then that's family time again. And so between probably they go to bed somewhere between seven thirty and eight thirty. I like to say eight, but let's be real. It's usually eight thirty and sometimes pushing nine yeah. Yeah. with my kids the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And so then that time after that is, um, again, it's more me time. And so Sometimes, as I said, my husband and I roll out the yoga mats mm-hmm. and you know, grab some tea and do some exercises on the floor. Sometimes we crash on the couch and yeah. watch the show. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes we're, both of us have kind of other things that we want to get done that we didn't get done during the day. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. yeah, we do it then. But, you know, and all during that time, though, I should say, you know, I'm moving. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm sitting doing my work. Yeah. I'm trying to make myself as dynamic as I can by changing, you know, standing up and working on my computer while I'm standing, sitting on right. the floor, taking frequent breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so good. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of an average day for me. Well, I'm going to run you through, let's see, yesterday. Um, actually, no, I'm going to do today because this is now this hasn't actually happened yet, but I know it will happen because literally all <laughs> this is cemented in stone. Um, got up at seven, got the kids up booted them outside to go do their barn chores while I made coffee in my bathrobe. 
um, answered a million questions while I was in the bathroom about uh, <laughs> the day. And, and now can you please leave me alone? I'm pooping. <laughs> like, seriously. Right? Because that, that's the Easy. truth. Look at poor yeah. Chris. Dude, I know you understand. No, because the kids don't bug the dads. It's only the moms. Oh, yeah. I, I wish know. that were true. Mine will uh, barge in on my husband. just don't too. bug my dad. Oh. Or my dad, my husband. Yeah. So Sorry. then <laughs> at 10 minutes, 10 minutes before we have to be out the door, because we actually leave at 7.55. Today's the day where they actually have classes in the community. I'm like, I need to get dressed. My son picks an argument with me about something. I say, I can't argue with you about this right now. I need to get dressed. And I go spend 10 minutes getting dressed and making myself somewhat presentable. We leave at 7.55. I spend the next 30 minutes running them to school and coming back home. I came running into the house, did my makeup and hair. Chris is texting me. Are you ready to do podcasts? Yes. We get on here. We're doing podcasts for the next couple of hours today. I have a nail appointment at 12. Um, at 2.30, I have to meet with the kids' teachers. Between those two times, I'm going to let myself... I'm going to go get Burgerville and walk around town, okay? I'm going to shop and have some time to myself. And then I meet with the kids' teacher to discuss all the things they're doing right and doing wrong and what the curriculum is we're doing at home. And then I am taking my daughter's oboe and my daughter with her to Music World to get it repaired. And then they have chiropractic appointments between four and five. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to make dinner. And my husband will come home and maybe actually he will make dinner. And then we're going to go separate ways at about 6.15. He has a dude's Bible study. And then I'm leading a group tonight. That's a, and that's where my exercise is today is I'm leading a class tonight. And then we're going to come home and the kids are going to go to bed at 8.30. And then I'm going to go on Netflix and watch Colony. Um, that is my day. <laughs> so, and that's like, and none none of my days are the same either. Mm -hmm. They're not. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow looks completely different, but tomorrow I already have a little session planned, um, both work and kids and all the things. And it's just a matter of constantly balancing it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important too. Like I know on Wednesdays, my son has Taekwondo for an hour and that's an hour that, um, I know I'm going to kind of be sitting. So I bring my computer with me and Mm -hmm. I, I switch out. Oh man, I've got so much work done during kids' practices. Oh yeah, I've decided, you know, the money spent on like putting your kid now that they're old enough not to be in mommy and me classes, I mean putting them in (laughs) exercise hour. There's a my daughter goes to gymnastics class at the rec center and the fitness center actually has a window that faces out into the gymnastics area. So nice. You know, you can go and and get a workout in while you're watching, you know, your kid you know, swing on the yeah. bars, which, you know, half the time you can't see what they're doing anyway. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I tend to do some work there and then get strange looks because I'm sitting on the floor yeah. instead of in the coaches. But that's, I'm, be, I'm getting used to that. <laughs> so it sounds like the overall lesson is you have to be flexible with what you're doing in that um, maybe you have a membership to a gym, maybe you're a subscriber on our fitness website, fit to be um, studio or, or not. And some days that works in your schedule and some days it doesn't. And on the days it doesn't, you might have to get clever and creative Mm -hmm. and figure out how Mm -hmm. to integrate, um, movement into your life. But the reality is that you should be doing that 100% of the time anyway. Mm -hmm. So on the days where you can't fit in and feel like, 
well, I did my workout. Like the, the woman that you were talking about, Beth, that, that does the five minutes count. If you have a lifestyle where you're integrating these things into your entire life mm-hmm. and that particular day because of the dentist and the other thing and the other thing and the other thing and the other thing, you don't go to the gym like you wanted to. It doesn't matter so much because your entire lifestyle is one of movement and kind of mm-hmm. you're incorporating all of these things in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's easy to do that and not realize it and feel like what you're doing doesn't count. And I think it's even easier to have all the opportunities and not do that at all. Yeah. And I think that's the most common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, yeah. What would you guys say? We, we're kind of coming to the end here. need to wrap this up, but I'd love to hear from both of you. What would you say to those two different women? The one that, that really is doing it pretty well and beats herself up. And, and also to the one that has no excuse and needs to suck it up and do it and has a lot of opportunity that she's not seeing. What would you say to them? Okay. I want to take the one that has no excuse. And then (laughs) suck it up. You take the other one. Hard work. Okay. Um, no, no. Okay. You go first. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. And I like to call you, this is the athletic mindset type person. You know, it's like they have to, they have to work out. And if they don't work out, it's like, you know, beating themselves up about it. And I would say, you know, you have to be kind to yourself and that you have to remember that your time in the gym is such a limited time in your entire day of movement. And um, so two things. You know, you have 30 minutes of dedicated movement that maybe you're not doing today, but what were you able to do in your whole day that Mm -hmm. made up for that? And secondly, there is an importance of rest days. And if your day, if you're, if the exercise you're doing actually adds more stress to your day, then you're not doing yourself any health benefits at all. all. Whatever movement, whatever fitness, whatever exercise you should be doing should be, um, promoting more of that stress reliefs and good feelings and not feeling, Oh my gosh, I have to get my 30 minute on the treadmill in because right. it'd be much better for you to go and just walk for 10 minutes outside. Right. right. Yeah, um, and so remembering that is what I would say for those women who are like, um, it doesn't count because I didn't do, you know, my planned workout for today. Yeah. The check still counts. workout. Yeah. And then for the one who um, is making excuses and needs to knock it off, (laughs) I'm I'm actually going to share two quick examples from my own life. One is from yesterday and one is from three years ago. Um, Three years ago, my kids were doing swim lessons. Uh, Twice a week, I would haul them down and they had swim lessons for like an hour and a half, right? And I would sit up in the parent observation deck, but they had a gym. And um, I realized one day I was paying for my kids to take these lessons to the tune of around, you know, eight to $10 each. And I was not using the gym because I felt it was too expensive at $6 a drop in for myself. And I had to kind of shake myself and hold on. Why do I think my kids are more valuable than me? Uh, Yes. Yes. I have that. I'm going to lay myself on train tracks for my kids, but why am I not willing to spend $6 on myself so I can stay strong for them? They're in good hands. They're getting great care. Wave. Hi. Good job. Mommy's going to go work out now. And I would, Mm -hmm. you know, between like every few sets, I'd go wave in the window. Hi. Yes, you're great. You're doing great. And Mm -hmm. go back to my workout. And there were some days I didn't have energy for that. But why are we so willing to invest in our kids and, but make excuses for ourselves and not invest in ourselves? And yes, there can be budget concerns, but 
maybe we need to rebalance the budget if we are putting all of our eggs into the basket of our kids' health and fitness and not putting any eggs into our own basket. Right. Because that's, that's, a, that's a model that's going to fail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other examples from yesterday. Yesterday, uh, we had a crazy weekend. I did not want to get out of my bathrobe. I did not want to do anything. I had low energy, blah. But throughout the day, I did a few things here and there, just little things. And I had to force myself. I had to say, and there's dumbbells, you know, pick them up. Come on, geez. You know, or my son's rings in his doorway. I did a few little pulls and, eh. and then I took a hot bath. And I, while I was in there, I was like, oh, fine, I'll stretch. You know, so I'm doing hamstring <laughs> stretches in the bathtub, <laughs> right? My husband comes in, what on earth? <laughs> I'm like, go away. <laughs> But then here's what's interesting is right about eight o'clock last night, I am in bed, right? I just am done with the day. It just was blah. And all of a sudden I got this huge burst of energy (laughs) and I'm like, okay, hold on. I've actually done a decent amount today, but I've kind of been making excuses. You know what? I'm just going to get out my weights again. I'm just going to reapproach this again. 30 minutes later, I'm a hot, happy, sweaty mess. But I had, I chose that and I had done things throughout the day that would have been enough just right. little things. So those are just examples from my own life of how I fight the excuses. Yeah. I love that example because it's real. And you've just, despite whatever's happening, you, you're saying you're still finding ways to, to work things in. And if you didn't, you know, get up and after you already went to bed and did a workout, you still would have incorporated movement throughout your right. day. Right. But I was having this moment of like, I'm feeling restless and I, I wasn't guilty, but it was just like, I actually, at this point, I'm not going to sleep well unless I do this thing right, right. Um, and stop making excuses about it. Yeah. Suck it up, powder puff. Suck it up, buttercup. Well, and when you were talking about, I know we need to finish this up, but just something we haven't talked that I know it was a huge deal for me for a long, and still is sometimes with the eggs in every, no eggs in your own ba- you know, basket, yeah. Yeah. Care yeah. Of yourself, is looking at the resources around you for, and specifically like your partner. I know for a long time, I felt like I didn't want to burden my husband with the mm-hmm. responsibility of, of watching the kids while I went and worked out. I mean, <laughs> that is such a horrible thing for me to do is make a father help watch his kids mm-hmm. because, you know, he's terrible. got all this stuff going. And it's yet, terrible. you know, I would <laughs> gladly watch the kids for three hours while he went and, go, went and ran for 20 miles, you know, but for me to say, oh, but for you to, can you watch the kids for 40 minutes? Yeah. So I, can you parent your children for a little while? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then even he would say, he's like, go do it. I will watch yeah. the kids. And I'm like, oh gosh, are you sure? <laughs> you know, so use those resources that you yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Always to say, I need this for me. Um, and don't let that be an excuse if that's yeah. one of them. I yeah, love that. for I sure. Love that. Yeah. Beth, where can Beth Jones. Yes. <laughs> the double Beth episode. The double Beth. Where, where can people find more information about you? Um, it's really easy. It's www.bethjonescoaching.com. Um, and on Facebook, if you, you can, um, actually re or you can search move, heal, play. And a lot of my, I have a free community group and, um, you're welcome to join in. We just are talking about everything of, of stuff like this is how to to redefine fitness and how to, you know, your life moving better. Yeah. Um, and depending on what your goals are. Yeah. So and, Beth is, 
And Beth, you've yeah. contributed to a couple of our courses. So if you want yeah. more of that on Fit to Be, she's yeah. in the Experts in Diocese course and the Fit to Be Girls course, talking about nutrition. Yes. It's awesome. So if you guys yeah. are just um, hearing this podcast for the first time, I really encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. We talk about a lot of things that are like this. It's virtually always practical, not always, but almost always practical. <laughs> um, uh, you can do, we have a lot of resources on our website, which is fit to be.us F I T the number two, the letter B.us. If you go to our website, you can subscribe to the podcast. There's memberships, there's e-courses. You can actually do a search for Beth Jones and you'll actually find the page on there with all of her resources as well, because she has contributed to several of our e-courses, some amazing content, check that stuff out. Um, you might be finding this on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's tons of free exercises and tips and tricks and all kinds of things on there. Just free resources for you guys. Um, definitely check that stuff out. Um, look at our blog. There's lots of good stuff there, but even mm -hmm. if you don't find our stuff, I really encourage you to, to really look at your own schedule, look at how you're doing things. And I encourage you to find clever ways to integrate this sort of thinking into everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. It will really, um, it helps every, I mean, it helps your attitude, your mental, physical, everything. Um, and uh, stop making excuses or stop beating yourself up. I think it's both important. Um, until next time, Thanks. Go out there. Maybe go for a walk right now um, and uh, get some movement. Get some things. Yes. And Beth and Beth, nice job today. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Thank awesome. Thanks for having me. This thanks for being really on, fun. Beth. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Bye bye.